Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Billy, left footed, it's a cheeky one, square! Hello, good morning and welcome to episode 211 of Back of the Net, the AFC Bournemouth podcast. My name's Sam Davis. My name's Tom Jordan. So Bournemouth played on Sunday. It wasn't a super Saturday, but it was a super Sunday. Well, up until the 90th minute it was when Villa equalised. But look, a point against a team chasing maybe a Champions League spot, Tom. I think Mm. it was a... A match that left us feeling disappointed, which I suppose is a good thing to feel. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird one, isn't it? I think we everyone really would have taken a point before the game. And it is a good point, I think, when you reflect. But yeah, I, I think uh, similarly to Brentford away, where you would have taken a point. When it's late, I think I said it after the game, but um, if we had conceded that goal maybe 10 minutes earlier, we wouldn't have been as deflated. But listen, it's still a good point, And the main thing was a really, really good performance again. Me and you will get stuck into it surely then, but first, the views outside the Vitality Stadium. Ben Phillips was on the fan camps. Right, outside Dean Court, Bournemouth have drawn two with Aston Villa in what I think was a good point, Paul. Thoughts? Yep. It's a really good game. I thought it was very, very entertaining. I thought that we played really well. I thought we could have, maybe should have won it. I mean, yeah. Solanke had that sort of shot within about four yards of the goal, which um, Martinez scored. That uh, saved really well, but... Um, yeah. yeah, I think we'll take the point before the game. Now we've seen the game, probably a bit disappointed with the point. Yeah, um, but then you just got to remember that I know Aston Villa aren't as good away from home, but that they, they are a team that's, I think, in, still in the top four. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think it's something that we can kick on for. So yeah, yeah. If, if, if you'd give a standout performer from the game, uh, it's a couple. I think Cook and Christie in midfield both were yeah. absolutely brilliant today. The little flicks that Cook was doing just out of this world, you know. Yeah. 
and Christie's long switches of the ball were really, really pivotal too. So I can't, I can't choose between the two of those, but it'll be one of those two. That's impressive as well, because obviously we were wor wor worrying about our midfield depth, and now obviously the Cook and Christie, two players that maybe we didn't think would be playing yep. this season, are doing really well. So I think that's a positive, it is. and a positive day. So Paul, thank you. Okay. Jim. That's it, you're right, mate. Oh, come on, yeah. yeah. So, what do you make good. of it? Yeah, yeah good game. Uh, mm. Should have been four out of five, I reckon. Yeah, yeah today it was. Feels more like a lose than a draw yeah. to me. Um, yeah, no, refreshing. Nice to see. Love it. Good. Um, yeah. Man of the match? It's man of the match for me, yeah. Um, I don't know, yeah, Semenyo. Yeah, unreal. Up there, yeah, no, Such he's good player. He is uh, refreshing up the wing there, yeah. Mm. He's yeah. Really good, yeah. Perfect. No, looking good. Cool. Thank you. Ollie. Thank you very much, Ollie. Right. Come this one, mate. Yeah. I'm. I'm happy with that. Are you? It. It's weird because it feels like a loss. Yeah. Because of the late goal, have we played our socks off today? And mm. I think overall we were probably the best side. Yeah. I think we deserve the win. I don't think Villa deserved anything from that game, and I don't think Watkins deserved the goal either. Honestly, I think he he was in Zabani's pocket all game. Yeah. Um, Zabani was very good. Yeah. I mean, Zabani was top class today. He was. Yeah. He's he's looking like the the defender that we all know he can be. Mm. I, I think we're we're Villa's bogey team, you know. Yeah, you know, I know. Our, our record going into this game, I think we haven't lost at home to them uh, since 2015. And so. that was the first first Premier League game of the season that we'd yeah. ever played. Yeah, I'm 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 very I'm very pleased with the results. So going into Palace and United, how how many points do you do you think we could or should get? I mean, Palace uh, they just drew one all to West Ham. Um, I, I think I don't think they're in very good form at the moment, are they? Well, they, they lost to Luton yeah. last week, so oh, uh, no, not not the best form, no. No, I mean, I think I, I mean last season we were absolutely dreadful against them both both times, mm. home and away. As so, I think as long as, as long as we don't bring that into this season, I think we could 100% get a result. I think at the moment we're looking like the better team than them. Yeah. Um, you know they've got some good players, but so do we. You know. Um, It'll be nice to see Jefferson Lerma back. Yeah. Uh, though, wish he was still here. Imagine. Would he um, start though? That's the thing, because the midfield's been so good. I, I, I don't know if he would. They got that uh, Franca fella from uh, Brazil, didn't they? Mm. Is he injured still? Or? I'm not too sure. He hasn't played too much, but he, uh, uh, he's, he's a decent player. Yeah, he's, he's been talked up quite a bit. I think. Yeah, I think uh, overall I can't wait to get our, our injured players back at least. Yeah. Um, it was nice to see them all in their little box up uh, up um, where the pundits usually uh, mm. be. It's, it's weird to have a, a Sunday at 2pm and it not be televised. Yeah, I know. Sky Sports, come on. Do your jobs. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, buck your ideas up. Perfect. Ollie, cheers, mate. Andy, welcome on. How are you doing all right? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy with how, how we were. So, if, if uh, I was saying this earlier, so last season, if, if we had dropped points near the end of the game, we would be deflated. But I feel like we've kind of changed in the way that we play. And, and I think part of that is because it was an enjoyable game as well. Sometimes mm. you throw away a goal late on and it's been boring and it's been coming for ages. That was an entertaining match. We're still trying yeah. to win it up until the 95th minute. And I don't think you can take anything away from the players for that. I think it's the whole experience in there is an enjoyable experience at the moment yeah. because we're positive. I mean, Villa are a good side. Some of the football they played is nice to watch. Watkins is obviously a really, really sharp centre forward. It was just an enjoyable game of football. And yeah, yeah I, I feel that, yeah, points about the right, right result. Yeah, so... Next, next few games, do, do, do you think we can Palace. beat United Palace? Palace are gettable, definitely. I'm yeah. slightly disappointed they got back into it today. I thought they might have lost that and then been really needing something Wednesday night. But yeah, I think they're gettable. Looking forward to that one. 
and United. Well, I'm slipping all the way up there, so I hope, uh, hope we get something uh, next Saturday. Um, again, it'll be one of those matches where you can see it being two each equally. You can see them perhaps having a little bit too much for us in front of the home crowd. But as long as we go out there and have a go, and yeah. keep keep pushing on, keep with the attacking substitutions, then I'm confident that we'll we'll at least compete in the game. I think that's a good analysis for everything at the moment. Cool. All right, Andy, thank Cheers, you. Take it easy. So tis the season for festive football and the best way to watch it, well, it's down at your local Green King Sports pub, of course. After all, Christmas is a time to catch up with friends, both old and new. Cheers, buddy. So get the team together to your local for your refreshing pints, delicious food and also live action of every Christmas cracker. Like what you did there, Sam. Every fixture from TNT, Sky and Amazon. Which is important. It is important and it's live at every Green King Sport pub. That means wall-to-wall action on a huge HD screen. So head to your local Green King, watch every winning goal, top bins, volley and dodgy VAR decision. There'll be a few. An atmosphere worth sharing is at your Green King Sport pub. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, dodgy VAR. I love VAR after Sunday. But also uh, download the Green King Sport app as well and you'll receive 10% off drinks every single time there's sport on the telly. And in terms of Amazon, we've got a couple of games this month, remember. We've got Crystal Palace Mm. coming up and then Fulham on Boxing Day as well. I love having my Amazon Prime subscription just for that. Absolutely. Happy days. Let's check out the league table then. This is where we're at at the moment. And Tom, what Mm. is nice to see is that there's a bit of a cushion now, a yep. six-point cushion yep. between us and Everton. By the way, congratulations to Everton, who really good win for them. Uh, Burnley registered their first win of the season, and managerial changes are afoot at Bramwell Lane, which is not exactly surprising, no. is it? However, 13 points. Could have been 15. Yeah, could have, should have. Um, but, you know, yeah, there's loads of things that could be, I mean... You just look at if you ended every game on on eighty nine minutes, um, we would be I think twelve quite comfortably. Think of Brentford, yeah, two points there. Wolves, was that uh, Wolves would have been a point, and obviously at the weekend, so yes, yeah, an extra five points we we could have. So um, yeah, that's something we need to we need to look at a little bit. But yeah, I mean positionally we're we're still sat there in sixteenth, but points wise that was a a big point, and results went pretty well for us. Although you know Fulham were leading um, really late on, and they obviously lost the game at Anfield, which was a big boost for us. Um, for us, as you said, mate, losing to Everton, where I thought they looked really poor, actually. So, yeah, we're, we're getting there. We're getting there slowly, mate. But for me, it's the performance levels. Uh, we're not yeah. we're not skanking the odd point. We are creating so many chances. Um, and it's just, yeah, just really, really good to see. I don't think me and you really echoed it so much publicly via this pub, this podcast. Mm. Or it could be a pubcast, but the amount of conversations we've had at our local Green Kings, where the fans go. Yeah. Um, but I was I was worried that it, this this thing wasn't working out with Andoni, and no, I, was, I was really worried. And we, we sort of tried to stay to be positive, not yeah. saying we should be happy clappy. But mm. I, you know, I did feel as though there were glimpses, but it was the odd glimpse. But then players were making single mistakes, and yeah. we we were putting in some some turgid performances. But it's fair to say yeah. the last few games have changed my mind and there have been so many tweets I was reading your tweets uh, Kirk mm. from Terry's Red Army Alex Deutsch a number of people and you said something about you know what I'm not carving my eyes out anymore yeah. watching the game I'm actually watching some really entertaining stuff but the performance levels are so much better yeah and I think listen I, we, we didn't we didn't win at the weekend you know we, we didn't win the game but everyone's so delighted because we could, of course we could have drawn last season against Villa. I mean, obviously we beat them on the Parker. Obviously they're a completely different team. But you can get a point at home to anyone in the league, but it's a way of doing it. And we're not just sat... You'd think, 
Oh, I think the wider public would say, if Bournemouth get a draw against Villa, what's it going to be like? Oh, Villa missed loads of chances and Bournemouth managed to scrap it out. It's not like that. It's not like we're going toe-to-toe, we're fourth in the league, we're creating more chances, we're the better team, and they're relieved to get out and they have a draw. And I think, yeah, I think at the, right at the start of the season, I thought, yeah, we've got to be patient, it's ridiculous not to be, trying to change the whole style with a new manager who's on his own and got any of his own kind of coach staff with him. And then I, I remember it being at Goodison and Everton, I thought, nah, this is bad. Um, this this looks really bad. It was a really poor performance. And then the we had the Wolves one where you know Cookie gets sent off, and you think we concede late, and you think this just ain't happening, is it? Mm. And then a uh, win against Burnley, where I didn't think we were brilliant, but it just ticked it off. Yeah. And then I think since then we've just grown and grown, and a few little bits he's probably been forced into in terms of injuries, where he's had to go. I'll have to try Christie in the A. We'll talk about that more, I'm sure. And little bits and bobs, and it's just it's just clicking again, mate. So yeah, really really pleased that we've you know, we've not. I've been forced to click a panic button because we managed to turn some of the performances into results and it's probably helped the little buffer and the team's really struggling and obviously the Everton points deduction and stuff and it's allowed us to be a bit patient. It's important now because the players actually believe it works because for a, yeah. for a time I'm sure there must have been some some nervousness in amongst them. Yes. Is, hang on a sec, this isn't, this style isn't isn't working at all but that was my That was my concern is I, I did feel like that he's clearly a good coach, we've clearly got to give him time you know, let's see what happens. But, for. but if the players aren't believing it, then what can we do? There's, there's only so much you can do when, when that's the situation. But what I was, was seeing was, no, there's no way these players ain't playing for them. No. They're working their socks off here. And yeah, what I said about kind of last season, that was not supposed to be kind of, um, wasn't trying to be harsh to, to no, or anything like that. Because as we keep saying, you know, we're a Premier League club because of, because of his work. Um, and he would probably say, that's what I had to do to get the job done. And it works. So, uh, you know, massive thanks to that always. But it was so hard to watch. And I'd always say, you know, if we, if we go down, whatever league we're in, we're going to be there. I'm going to be there watching. You know, it doesn't really matter in that sense. I'm still going to go. Mm-hmm. So I just want to see, with the players we've got, I don't feel like we need to be a sit-back and try and counter the team. I think we've got some good players. And I think we've got players offensively that can cause teams problems. So why don't we just have a go? Yeah. And we've seen now that doing that, is now kind of right. We do that, and it works because yeah. we're getting the points. Yeah, I agree. so um, yeah, it's just I just love that. I I think I said it on um, on our Telegram page where I do the kind of player ratings and stuff for the monthlies. I, I said on there that that's the difference. Is last season I remember looking at the time going. Is it a bit too early to go down for a pint? Mm. Now, the 90 minutes just flying by. It does, yeah. Because it's so good to watch, um, and I'd almost don't even want to go down from my superstitial pint, but I managed it. Of course you did. Yeah. Of course you did. Uh, we managed to hook up with um, some excellent Villa content creators mm. before the game. Simon Lyons from Villa on tour. I watched their vlog, by the way. The way that Max does his vlogs is so good. Yeah, like, good. Somehow, he manages to squeeze everything into like 12, 13-minute package. Whereas ours, I don't know why, but it takes me like, t- like twice as long to get everything in. But maybe I should just be a little bit more cutthroat on what certain people say in the tent before the game. Richard Jackson, talking about you. Mm. Um I'm speaking about content creators because I'm trying to rack my brains and think of a QPR one because oh, yeah, we them drew up. them in the FA Cup. That was just before the game, like about quarter past one. Yeah. Can't think of any. Check your WhatsApp. Have you got, have you got anyone on your WhatsApp? Oh, I might better give it a good I don't know. Who could, we, who could we get QPR? Because they're not. Yeah, there's not a lot about QPRs, though, yeah, I mean, really. Actually, yeah. actually. Yeah. Right. So there was a lot of clubs on there with FA Cup thinking we need a big scalp. Yeah, they just desperate for a big, big name in the draw, mm. and and you know we're not like that anymore because we're Premier League. But I tell you what, for for YouTube and for content purposes, we needed a big name. We got the biggest. Go on, 
James Alcott. Oh, yeah, of course. Key girl. I forgot, yes. Big key James girl. Alcott. He's come on the channel before. I've called him James Corden. He's never let me forget that. No, no, no. Don't blame him. Don't blame him. But um, we go to that event on. Uh, no, of course. Got to go to the event. He's not going to talk to me. No, he's not. But, um, but the, the, Steve uh, Cookie as well. Steve Cook. Yeah. And Asmir Begovic. Uh, be a nice one. Mark Mark Pugh. Oh, Pugh. Yeah. Oh, he was there, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Got a yellow spell there. Um, a few little links. But in terms of QPR, though, mate, uh, mm. there's. They've got similarities with us in some ways, haven't they? Yes, they have now. They've also got a 41-year-old Spanish manager who's playing progressive attacking football. And they've gone from Gareth Ainsworth, where they literally have like 20% of the ball. So they've gone from a Gary? Potentially. Uh, yes, they have. Gareth, yeah, yeah. They've gone from a Gary to a Spanish 41-year-old who plays attacking and exciting football. And now they're suddenly having all the ball yeah. um, and getting some good results as well. So that'll be an interesting one. Wasn't the draw I wanted... My brother was pretty happy because he lives up there, so we might be able to go to the game, hopefully. So, yeah, it's um, it what it is. I would have liked the home trip. But, you know, QPR away, we've um, had some had some good results there not too long ago. So, yeah, we'll be able to rotate a little bit and see what happens. Um, but, yeah, as I say, I um, Steve, I techno cookie, Steve yeah. Cook, and he was just guiding one of the vitality. Yeah, be, um, hopefully yeah. he's fit and available for that because I know he's had a knock. So, yeah. hopefully him. And um, I know Lucy in particular was very happy that asked me a beggar that yes. girl, she's eight. Yeah. King, it's quite nice on the eye, anyway, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, in terms of the draw, some mm. people were happy, some people weren't happy. What about the team lineups, Tom? I suppose you were happy because you got it bang on. I did. 11 out of 11, although it was probably one of the easier ones yeah. this season. And uh, this, is, this has begun a. This, the fact that it's becoming easy yeah, to good. predict. It seems to correlate with us playing some really nice football. He sort of found his rhythm. He's, yeah. He's found his men by the looks of it. But what, what that would also mean is it's going to be really, really difficult for him now because he won't want to change anything, but right. we've got the busiest schedule yeah. now. I, I don't mean us personally. I just mean this is the time where you have all the games and you would obviously play Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday, yeah. Tuesday, all these sort of stuff. So he's going to have to use the squad. But at the moment, he probably feels like he can't change too much. Obviously, we knew Kirk really was going to come in for Kelly. So, yeah, I... I mean, yeah, I did get it bang on, but I thought it was pretty obvious for them. I um, got nine, I believe. I did call that Tiemans would come in yeah. for the um, suspended Kamara, but I didn't expect um, Zaniolo to play instead of Diaby, and I didn't expect them to bring Carlos in mm. and take out Cash. And I actually, I mean, I, I probably ain't the right person to question Unai Emery's tactics, all right? But hear me out. He got it wrong. He got yeah, it wrong no, for me. Yeah, their right. best centre-back is Konza. He's their best centre-back by a mile. And for some reason, look, we don't know the ins and outs, maybe Cash had a knock. But for some reason, he thought he would be better to move in the right-back. And Konza, who I think has rightly got the England squad lately, yeah, is their best centre-back, as I say. Superb. He got tore apart by Semenyo yeah. on that side. And I think he got that wrong. I think he maybe he was thinking Cash is more attacking. I need to keep Konza there, but Konza can cope with him. And Zadiolo, by the way, this is only off one game, but obviously we gave him a few little boos because he rejected us. He was hopeless. Oh, yeah, I thought he was awful. I, I thought, thought he was, he was really terrible. It was um, Watkins did start, and yes, um, of course I think he was if it wasn't, it would have been what Duran up front. Yeah, been hungry like the wolf to score. So, uh, by the way, anyone who's watched the vlog, the opening. Scenes of the vlog. Did you see the bloke? I'm gonna slap. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I didn't even do it. You know what? I sort of did realise he was doing it like, as I was filming. I turned the camera around. You see him doing up his flies. I'm so sorry oh, if that was you. Um, but yeah, lots of people commented. We got a toy about it as well. But mm. anyway, soon after that, it was into our seats. I was in the east stand for this one, mate. And you know what? It's a weird old row. So you mm. got the camera gantry. Just beneath that, you got a couple of rows of like press seats where they got the screens and stuff. And then there's like one 
row of seats in front of that, and then there's an accessible platform. I was in this one row that all had benches. So yeah, I was looking at the whole thing, and you've got some sort of corporate figure. Yeah, it was, it was I great. reckon you've, you know, there's questions will be asked. I think you've had a few words there, and you managed to sneak yourself in somehow there. Not the case. Because, honestly, Sam ain't got any points. <laughs> just gets in. <laughs> yeah. Just be corporate. You know? Yeah, exactly. No, but it did look a bit like that, didn't it? When I looked at the vlog, I thought, but it, yeah, because like this bench in it, looks, yeah. it looks like a mini corporate, even though obviously it isn't. But good news there? Yeah. Obviously I'm well, I mean, off. it was just, you nice know, below that. the TV cameras, pretty much. So, yeah, I had a, had a superb view, and you can yeah. see a good view of the, the Villa fans for where you are. And yeah. also, I thought, this is the way to gauge how loud we really are. I was right on the halfway line. Sorry. So sometimes when I'm in the North Stand and you feel as though it's so loud and yeah. everyone else is like, North Stand was quiet today. Like, it was loud. And also the other stands were joining in as well, the Ted McDougal. And there was one stage you see in the vlog where every fan in the stadium was singing VAR. Yeah. 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 Dee Barker, which we'll obviously talk about later yes. on. But. There was a moment as well, I just want to say, when... Um, you see it on the some of the highlight stuff where Christie does that. Yeah. You know that everyone loves that, and everyone just go up and roared Ryan Cristiano. I've, I've, I've never doubted it. Eve, well, I mean, where do you even begin? I do, well, like the the intensity from us, I thought from the off, yeah, was absolutely super. I think even early doors, we we had a shot from Tavernier that just went wide of the post. Yeah. I think that was that was absolutely superb. I mean, what we'll do yeah. whilst we're actually. Talking, yeah. we'll we'll watch the action. Oh, love it. Sam. How love about that? that? Yeah, How yeah. about that? So we can, you know, we can discuss exactly yeah. what happens like during the main highlights package and Cliver. Yeah, really good in that playing point. it to the right hand side where Tavernier cuts it on his left as a shot. Yeah. Doesn't really trouble the keeper, but that set the tone for what was to yeah. come. And we certainly had this kind of balance on the right flank, on the left flank as well. Yeah. Tavernier was a nuisance, but Semenyo as well, mate. Oh, oh my goodness me. He absolutely ran them ragged. He did. He was bullish. He was physical. Yeah. He did the odd shirt tug every now and then. Some people say maybe he was lucky to stay on the pitch. He was. Possibly was. But yeah, he's a nuisance, wasn't he? What a handful. And the fact that every time the Villa fans saw that he was on the ball with Boudin says it all. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, but I, I just wanted to put, because we're going to go into, obviously, Christie's Semenyos and that and the performance they had. I thought it was quite evident on that clip, actually, that, that first clip we just watched, the Tavernier shot. There's a couple of players I probably don't get the credit that are really involved here. So, obviously, we, we win the ball back. But Clivert's intelligence here, where he is, in that 10 roll, the pocket he's picked up. And then the only reason Tavernier can cut another shot here is because you watch Adam Smith. He does the overlap. He does the overlap. And people were always, myself included, maybe a little bit concerned that with Aaron Zhao, that would Smithy have the... And that, honestly, that always goes under the radar when you then that overlap. Mm. But that allows Tav to come in. And I yeah. think they were just uh, just in that little clip there that I just noticed. I thought that that probably won't get talked about enough, uh, Smithy's role. Because I think as much as I Aaron's is our first choice right back, we're all concerned when he went out. And at the moment, I think the biggest compliment to Adam Smith is we're not missing errands mm. because Smith is playing really, really well. Um, but yeah, as you said, Semenyo, constant nuisance for him, mate. Was lucky to stay on the pitch, which I'm sure we'll get on to. But yeah, he was brilliant. I think there was, I'm just going to quickly look now because I've got it on my phone. Yeah. Um, Jacob Tanswell, obviously it was the Jacob Tanswell derby. Yeah. And um, he made a point. The Bournemouth angle attack was so lopsided it smacked of a plan. 75.86% came down Konza's side, but just 3.45 coming down the other. So like I said about Emery, and play, maybe got it wrong there, mm. is we focused on that side. We were going to Semenya every time. We knew the Kirkes could get forward as well, and I think they really struggled to cope with that. And you saw it when they had to take Konza, who's, like, as I mentioned, probably their best defender. They took him off. 
to try and change bits because we were causing so many problems. That's, that's really interesting you say yeah. that. I'll post that on screen in a minute. But um, one thing I, I sort of thought to myself, I sort of took myself out of the situation, I was thinking, if I was a neutral and I was sat at home or in the ground watching this, I would be loving it. Yeah. Because it was so entertaining. I mean, Villa were getting forward. There was a save that Neto made from a shot from distance outside the post. Not sure if it's going in there. I think it might be going wide, but he had to deal with it. But, you know, he did yeah. what he had to do. But then we were getting up the other end as well. It was yeah. so... It was so, so open. We're going to check out some stats, actually, whilst we're talking. And this is the XG mm. for and against minute uh, by minute. And, well, you can see that yeah. we absolutely dominated at all times. When you see uh, this chart as well, it absolutely emphasises it as well. Really, really mm. high XG. And we, we were getting forward at will, and we were getting shots all goal. I yeah. mean, in the first half alone, I can, I can count tons of them, but we were shooting inside the box. We were shooting outside of the box, and the probability of a win, as you can see, wow. 72% versus Aston Villa's 12%. But, but positionally, look at this. Yeah. Left-hand side, as you said. Yeah. The darker the area, the more danger is being created. So, yeah, Jacob's absolutely right. But Villa... Mm. All coming down the central spine of the pitch, yes. I noticed, and then you'll see some some passing networks in a minute that pretty much yeah. will exemplify this with you know Sinesi to Kirk and then Kirk has look how look how advanced a Kirk has yes. getting. Whereas Villa playing through the central core of the pitch, mm. but then spreading out as they get further up the pitch as well. But really, really absorbing game. It was yeah. end to end, and it's what we promised. And it wasn't long, Tom. Mm. Wasn't long. Mm. Before we scored our first goal. Lovely. Oh, and what so a goal hard. it was. Great goal. Uh, Ryan, Kid, Ryan Christie getting his numbers as he always does. Lovely little assist for him. Really pleased for him. He actually started off that move as well. Yeah, and then it kind of looked like it was going to break down. And then he picked out the pass, didn't yeah. he? Um, the, the pass is is perfect, really, in the in the, the weight of it. But yeah, I think it was um, he down played, the left-hand side for that as well. Yeah, wasn't? he played the ball out. He switched it across the pitch. Yeah. And, so, I mean, Semenya's just driving at him, causing him so many problems as he does all game. They kind of cog up a little bit, but it's right, Christie's kind of that press and that front foot nature of him. Um, the ball's perfect. And I don't know what it is about Semenya at the moment. When he gets, I just think he's going to score. Yeah. His finishing is, you can see why he's played a lot of his football as a nine, because he can finish. He really can. I mean, even the ones he missed are normally because of a good save rather than him fluffing his lines. But yeah, really, really good finish. And... Um, he is, I'll tell you what, I keep saying it, but I'll surely Garner have won the African Cup. Oh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. And you know what? Like that first move we were talking about, credit to Milos Kirk as well for keep on making his run because it takes a yeah. couple of defenders out of action as well, which yeah. sort of enables you, Semenyo, to go across to the right-hand side whilst it didn't particularly come off. Yeah. Christie was just really good at winning Ugh. the ball back. And then, yeah, and a composed finish, yeah. like really composed. He didn't slash at it, he waited mm -hmm. and... Absolutely delighted from what's that? His third goal now in the Premier League. Like, yeah, yeah, something like that. But um, yeah, it's, it's just nice. Obviously, we'll, we'll talk later when obviously Dom gets his goal. But we've said this before. It's nice that we're, we're popping up in other areas. You know, we're not playing Biddle at the moment. Mm -hmm. But you feel like there's goals. There's there's goals around that team because of the way we're playing and Semenyo coming in off that left side is. Um, I know he's trialed a few times uh, the old Semenyo on the on the tab on the opposite flanks. Mm -hmm. But I think it's working better with Semenyo coming inside, isn't it? Because I was kind of thinking, oh, would he play Tav just to help Kirkes a little bit? But he didn't, and um, I think it worked. And Semenya just after his goal had another chance to either Martinez stayed strong for, but he was just causing problems all day long. Though, that Semenya. was when the ball was um, was switched from Christie, of course, from right to left. And the amount of space that he had. Yeah. Well, Connor's a centre-back and so, right-back. So, why on earth didn't they make changes? Don't know. Early doors, because he was taking a bot. But then, I suppose, like, when... Because, obviously, they do score, you know, fairly soon after that. Yeah. If it's one all half-time, you'd think, well, actually, we're, yeah. we're holding them. 
Yeah, and their goal was was a frustrating one because I was on map, so everyone around me would have heard. But I was screaming, "Don't let him inside! He's going to go inside! He's going to go inside! He's going to go inside!" And that's what he did. And it was a shame. I think it's. I mean, listen, Bain takes it really, really well. It's a really good strike. Um, Kirkus needs to do a bit better there um, for sure. We we know Kirkus, and it's quite easy to say it, but maybe Kelly deals with that better. What's the thing to do? Show him the line a little. You got to show him the line, it, particularly because he's so left foot. Because he's not want to go. Got to want to go down that side and put a right foot across it. I mean, but that said, there are enough bodies in there. That are. Side. You'd think, oh, someone's going to get in the way, but yeah, it's a very very good finish, and I don't want to criticise Kirkus too much on that because we've seen. I thought we had a brilliant game, literally apart from that moment, to be honest. Um, and yeah, we'll talk about it later, but maybe. Kelly stops that cross, but I don't think Kelly potentially does what Kirkus does for our second goal. So, yeah, it's it's frustrating, and Bailey takes it really well, but he's so obviously left-footed that it's um it's a real real shame that we let him in. I've actually got so a feed. I've just I know, I, oh, yeah. look there. There's there's Tom, we're going to put this bit on screen. We can yeah. Tom Jordan there on TV as if you haven't seen enough of him on your screen. I wish you could see there. me mouthing don't let him inside. But no, it's, it's not, but to be fair, he's still got to do a lot there. I mean, if, if Bailey just sliced over the bar, no one really talked about Kirk because there's one of them things. Um, and then it felt like they'd got ahead straight away. Yeah, that's right. Uh, the goal that's was put in by... Diego Carlos. That's right. Mm. But it wasn't actually him that was awesome. offside. Finier. That's right. And... I mean that 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 did concern me. That did uh, uh, concern me when they went two one. Because I just yeah. thought, oh, this is going to pan out. How yeah. I didn't want it to. Alas, we were saved by VAR. Took took too long again. Uh, took way too long, mate. Well, I mean, what was it like? Over three minutes this yeah, time. Yeah, first and lines. At the end of the day, it's uh, it's an off cycle. So there's no um, what's the word? There's no kind of you don't have to think. Oh, is it? Isn't it? Was the line? Just put the line out, and you'll see if he's offside or not. Why does it take so long? I'm waiting for a, a reply on this from someone, but I just. The like the angle that they actually end up uh, going with is mm. from a camera that's in the main stand. Yeah, I, I wasn't aware that we even had any cameras. Like, uh, maybe it's a goal line camera. Maybe. I don't know, but I, I I really didn't know that we had any cameras up that end. But thankfully, the right decision was come to in the end. I mean, this is honestly all fans were singing how bad VAR is, and it absolutely was. Oh. But thankfully. Um, it was chalked off, and you know Bournemouth then continued to do what they did for. The you yeah. know other parts of the first half with you know Semenyo like running dra- down the left and driving a shot of goal and Martinez did great did ball. well to palm over the bar that was superb from him. He's a top. I mean, whether you agree or not, he's been recently voted the the world's best goalkeeper, mm-hmm. um, and he is a top top goalkeeper, top goalkeeper. And what I like about Semenyo there, by the way, is obviously he comes in a lot. Right, he's happy to have a shot on his left. Don't yeah. bother him at all. Um, he's just as good. Um, but that was a really really good save because hit with a lot of power. But yeah, Martinez was different. Unfortunately, we've we've come up against Nick Pope and Martinez in consecutive um, home games, and they're two of the best goalkeepers in the league. I'd say. Um, I don't think it's been because of horrific finishing. I think we've come up against a couple of good goalkeepers, and that evens itself out by the Sheffield game. Their goalkeeper gives us a goal, and so it just happens. And they're both coming away like highly commended by their fans for giving them in the game, which shows you. Yeah. Last two home games, they're, they're man, both oppositions man of the match to so the goalkeeper. Yeah. Uh, says it all. But yeah, it was nice to just, it almost felt like it does do that, doesn't it? A goal disallowed, it makes you feel like you've just got away with something and it gives you like a second wind, if you like. And that's what happened and we went straight on the front foot again. So many, as I say, but Christie as well. Just 
That bit of skill he does down the road. He sort of reminds you know when Lloyd Messi. Kelly had oh. you know when Lloyd Kelly had had the armband and then mm. when he didn't have it, yeah. it, it almost was a weight off his shoulders and he could just play his does, game so. a little bit more. It's almost like because Christie's been brought back into the position where I've said this on previous shows yeah. where he doesn't necessarily have to contribute to the stats, the data, the goals, the numbers yeah. he assists. I think it's bang on. He's he's playing with a with a new lease of life now, and yeah. I mean the bit of skill on the right hand flank that say, that gives Dom a chance. It wasn't a dissimilar chance to Dom's in the in the second half where yeah. Tav squared it. I think it was a like, similar the way that yeah, Dom yeah. approached Martinez, but that keeper kept them in the game, didn't he? But he the did. way he managed to get past him is easy. So good, and I think Dom's clever again, getting in them gaps, like you said in the second half. He does the same thing. Dom's very good at knowing where to be in them them positions, and uh, yeah, it was a great move. I actually thought from where I am that Christian Shaw. Mm. And the, and the keeper saved it, but obviously played a lovely little ball for the door. But, but, you know, that was part of uh, a 30-second period of play where we lost the ball back, but then we win it back. Lewis Cook with a little flick. Oh. Then uh, the ball... Kind of there again, by the way. Exactly. Is that little right? It really is... Because I thought it might take him a little bit of time to kind of adjust to that position. But he seems like he's he's playing that 10 role perfectly. Mm. And yeah, as you say, we had another chance where Semenu slashed it across. Yeah, yeah Solanke's sliding oh, close. Like, going in Euro 96. I think even Tav, oh. if Tav comes in around the back and Tav probably, if, if Tav stays wide, he might even get on the end. Um, but yeah, it was, that was some great football again, mate. And as you said, you bang on with a Christie shout because I think he is taking that. It's not that he obviously wants to contribute and he obviously will continues to contribute and he gets an assist. But it just takes that little bit of pressure off him that everyone goes, yeah, but if you're playing as a 10, you've got to start scoring, blah, 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 blah. And I think there's an added thing. You mentioned the Kelly thing, which I think was true as well. I think you can also say the same about Dom. So Dom looks better now. Dom's already scored more than he did the whole of last season, right? I think Dom feels less pressure because he knows there's goals from elsewhere. Yeah, he knows right. Semenya's going to pitch in. He knows Tav is. He knows we've got Cliver and Binning off the bat. And... Whereas last he's going, if I don't score, we're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. And I feel that's another player that's doing it. And that's, yeah, that, that's what's helping at the moment. And even... The mental responsibility yeah. is definitely off him. And even, you know, even Lewis Cook's now thinking, you know, I can do this because Chris is going to help me. He'll be next to me running this socks off all game. It is brilliant. And... Christie's shot after that. I mean, the... so is there anything that Ryan Christie Carroll do? He can sure. go round a player. He can uh, tackle tough. I mean, score. We'll talk about that another time. But he can pluck the ball oh. out of the air. I mean, the a long ball, and then it just plucks out of the air. Yeah, and then plays a mouth-altering through ball to Cliver, who should have done better. He should have, but that is why Conrad's a centre half. What a tackle! What a tackle that is. I mean, for as much as he got tore apart by Semenya all game. That's that was a match-saving tackle, really. Astounding. Me. Unbelievable tackle. I um, thought the Cliver actually... He, sh he should have hit it early. Multiple times, yeah. I just thought his sort of last touch, mm. he maybe didn't anticipate them being somewhere behind him, or it's just last One touch. One touch too many Sometimes, yeah. but, I mean, my God, so, so good. Yeah, so, and, so good. and it was it was just absolutely brilliant from, from Christie again, wasn't it? Um, and then, yeah, I, I, I missed it, but I think just before half-time, they had that kind of... It just showed it now. I think it was um, Douglas Louise, wasn't it? It just hit a... Shot and to be fair, now he should save it, but he, he palms it away nicely and and they win that free kick after that. But in the end, nothing happens yeah. with the free kick. There's a there's a melee on the air, which I don't think should have actually been a free kick. I think Neil said that in the vlog. I oh yeah, so a couple of other players run into each other. So then you just happened to be there, and all of a sudden he. He mm. gives a free kick for it, but the free kick in the end came to nothing. Semenya anyway. gave a few free kicks away, didn't he? he well, we he have did. got a look at that because I think if it was yeah. the other way around, we'd be saying they should go down 10. I think we've got away with it a little bit. I think. Um, I the, thought the amount of yellow cards. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Well, yeah, let's game. just take a look at the, um, the timeline, actually, because it, it didn't seem like that kind of game. 
No, I mean, look at that. Cliver, Semenyo, Torres, Zaniolo, Sinetti, mm. and then start the second half, Ryan Christie. I don't think it warranted six yellow cards in that, in, in, like, in the first, like, 60 minutes of the game. No way. It didn't. And um, I, I I thought the first yellow from Semenyo, I thought, why did he get... I didn't realise, I think he kicked it away. Yes. I didn't realise at the time, so I thought that was harsh. But if he's kicked it away, that's definitely yellow. And his shirt pull that he does where he tugs him back, that's a yellow card. Yeah, yeah. But you'll see that every single week. When a player's on a yellow, the ref never wants to give it. He's never a yellow card. Do you know what I mean? I don't think it's... Listen, it is a yellow card in the laws of, of the game. But I think... Oh, come on, it's not. It's not like he's two-footed someone. It's, we got away with it, let's be real. And I think, as much as I quite like Villa, and we've got loads of new Villa fans, I feel probably due a decision against Villa after the old goal line rubbish that they had over us. So we'll take that one, thank you very much. But um, yeah, I think there's actually one later, which we can talk about now while we're talking about yellow cards, that people didn't realise. And on BBC Sounds, Cherry's Unpicked with um, Jordan Clark and Chris Temple, they mentioned it because of their view um, that Milos Kirkos could have got sent off. That yellow card he gets, as he gets subbed, he goes on with his head. And what Chris Temple learned afterwards, or said afterwards, was apparently as a rule of a soft head buzzer in the yellow card. Right. So a bit like, did you see Carlos Vinicius against yes. Kilman? Yes. So if it's just a lean in, it's a yellow, mm. which, so that deemed that Lewis Cooks was not a soft Well, one, exactly. I was about which to say which Temple does um, allude to. But Kirkens, I didn't realise at the time, he goes in with his head and we're lucky that they don't go on the floor. Yeah. Because he could have, it went to VAR and apparently Chris Temple was saying that's a red card he had by them. And with no other left back, that could have been a problem. Oh but God, it fortunately, it wasn't enough power, apparently, that it was only a yellow. But that was that was one that not many people have noticed. And Chris pointed that out. So, yeah, got a few little little bits there that was, I think we deserved. Um, we definitely were due the rub of the green a little bit. And our performance definitely deserved it. Well, speaking bit. of uh, Milos Kirkos, he was pivotal oh. in Dom Solanke's goal to put us two on up. I mean, not only does he win the header, there's a long ball out and he comes from nowhere. He then carries on his run, picks up the ball and keeps on going. And then, you know what? I said on the vlog, Bolton vibes. Yeah. Callum Wilson's Bolton vibes. He turned so. turned his defender in exactly the same way, but really good ball through yeah. Dom Solanke. And that's a player that's confident. Though. Yeah, and that, that reminds the finish reminds me of Brentford. Yeah. Uh, was it Ben Lee's legs he put it under? Yeah, yeah. Where he's, and he's literally, I don't know if you saw it, he'd done the little video with Glenn Murray talking yeah. about his goals. And he says he likes that finish where he took, and then he reverses it back through the legs. Yeah. And he's done that perfectly there. Really, really clever finish um, from Dom. And yeah, Kirk has. Was well, since I didn't realize at the time that he won the header and then kept going, but that is, as I said, rightly so. In criticized their equalizer, that or oh, Kelly probably doesn't let that happen. Maybe I don't believe that Kelly does what Kirkus just did because that's the no, Kelly's better defensively, Kirkus better offensively, and in the end, there was a goal each, so you know, it is what it is. But, um, yeah, really, really pleased for Dom there. And then he, he has another chance a bit soon after with uh, Tav going down the right wing. Oh, I just skipped you know, miles what's, away. What's funny that like I don't particularly think Tav's that quick. He's not like rapid, rapid. I think he's got good acceleration. He has got good acceleration, yeah. but I wouldn't say he's like the fast, but he just, he just, he does it like almost yeah. effortlessly down that right-hand wing. I think what he does is because they know he wants, he's left-footed. He wants to come in. They think he's going to come in. So he kind of gives them the eyes and I'm just thinking this is, I, I'm behind that and I just think all you got to do is put our Dom's foot in. Martes dives the wrong way and he just sticks a bloody leg out. That was the moment, if you look, and the period where we went 2-1 up before they equalised late on, we should get the third. We should get the third. Yeah. Um, really, really frustrating. Um, well, they obviously had some chances. They, but... I mean, they either post at one stage, didn't they? I think it deflected off who Sanasi was. Yeah, Duran. Duran. Yeah. Um, had a, he just come on and he, he had a pop shot. And to be fair, it's a good block from Sanasi. It's, uh, 
Neto's obviously planted, but um, yeah, luckily it goes off the post for us. And you feel like when you're in that sort of game, you miss a few chances, you feel like, oh no, is it going to come by us? When that happens, you go, no, it's our day. You've earned your life. Yeah, it's our day. And I really thought it was going to be. And then we kicked on again, you thought we're still going to get that third. And I think it was a was it a cutback down uh, from Billing was trying to get, yeah, because Billing and Sinistera come on. Yeah. And I thought they had a few little moments down that left side where they, they caused them a few problems. I think Semenyo had kind of ran them into the ground and then you could bring them two on. But those subs were so obvious, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're they the were, two they were absolutely, you know, I, I think I said on the vlog, yeah. like, it's going to happen. Um, not least because they have the yellow card situations as well. I just yeah, true. didn't want any um, but Yeah, no, absolutely. And then I thought, this is what I said about, this was always had potential of happening when you get a few injuries. We only signed one left back. Uh, Lloyd Kelly's a centre half, remember, he's playing left back. So we've got one left, one natural left back in the football club. When Kirkus has to come off, he would have brought on another. He would have brought Lloyd Kelly on, obviously, if he was fit. He would have put Swift there and played Aaron's if he was fit. We haven't got another left back in the football club. Kirkus had to come off. Everyone in there said, if Kirkus has to come off, what are you doing? You have to bring Mepham on there. So I, I don't disagree with the decision. He had to come it had to come on. Unfortunately, Mepham showed that he's not a left back there. Was there an argument that you could have not gone like win with win wax? Yeah, potentially. I'd, I'd, but what you got to remember is Tav come off um, shortly after, didn't he? Did he come off just after the goal? He did, didn't he, yeah. for Watara? Um, so I think Tav's race was run if you like and I thought that would have been us kind of almost putting a left back yeah, yeah. Um, so I, did, I didn't mind it and you've just got to you know and you're also thinking the RB's just come on that right hand side and I know Mepham's not lightning but you think fresh legs on him might be handy um, unfortunately I think Mepham's kind of as you'd expect from him because he's centre half quite narrow in the build up play he's kind of next to Celesi they play the ball out wide he's not quick enough to get out but listen, he still has to put a pinpoint ball in and Ollie Watkins has to deliver an unbelievable header. And that's what he does. And I said to you, mate, I think Zabani has ended up getting it on Twitter. X, sorry, the um, ball fan of that. She's gone with Zabani and I'm really pleased for him because I think when you play so well offensively like we have been lately, you Maybe. forget. And Zabani was mustered and for 89 minutes, one of the most lethal strikers in the Premier League was pocketed by Zabani. But... That is the difference in the Premier League. You can play that well. If someone like Ollie Watkins gets a sniff, that's an unbelievable header. Yeah, it really is. He means it. It's a great header. I feel for Meps. I really do. But, listen, that's that's not on him for me. That's not on Andoni for me. That's on the fact that we're down. We get a few injuries. Unfortunately, it is what it is. Mm. It's a bit of a shame that Kirk has... It seems like it's crammed, so he should be all right. Yeah. But a little bit concerning that a teenager can't seem to last the night. He gets a bit cramped there. Yeah, yeah. We've got, we got a busy period now without Roy Kelly. We need Middles to be able to do 90. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully you can. That's, but. Yeah, that's good. I mean, this this is going to be an intense period of time where we're going to have to use our squad. And yeah. uh, I'm really interested to see what you do yeah. on the preview show tomorrow where yeah. we provide the lineup predictions, obviously. I mean, with the fact that you get 11 out of 11, mate, this week, I mean, maybe that will happen again. I'm uh, definitely going to do at least a change because... I know what everyone's saying, but I just think, and then you go to Old Trafford, I think you've, the injuries we've got will be in Andoni's mind. You've only got to see what happened to Adam as soon as he came back, what happened to Scott, what's happened to Eric, blah, blah, blah. You've got to, and that's why you've got a squad. And as he said at the start of the season, especially with the wide men, you know, they're probably going to get an hour. And said, that's, yeah. So there's only an hour and a half hour. So if someone like, a, I'm not saying he will be, just say, for example, Semenya, everyone will go, wow, he's been brilliant. Yeah. He'll still probably get half hour. Yeah, exactly, We've yeah. got to use the score. Yeah, we can't. Rest him, and we have got good, I mean, listen, what? but Phil Billing is on our substitute bench. But, he has not turned into a bad player. No, he hasn't. But one thing I do think is the intensity does drop when Phil comes on. Oh, no, uh, but yeah, yeah. And that's one thing that I could kind of, not upset me, but frustrated me a little bit. But then, having said that, he's pivotal in creating yeah. a big chance for us as well. And I think, actually, you can see by 
the average positions yeah. uh, from us. That actually, when he did mm. come on, he was one of the most advanced players yes. on the pitch. I think, as you can see, we're going to show the substitutions now, and there you can see him down that left flank there. And you know, good shape from us, by the way. Again, really, yeah. really good. I love, I love that centre half, by the way, of of, of Zabani, as I said, pocket and Watkins, and Celeste like coming out and just, he and was just doing being that. a bit more positive. He was doing that so often, and, yeah. I, and I thought sometimes, like, is this? Some referees, I I thought, might be like, he's done that too many times. That probably was a yellow because he was getting he right to the grass, basically. Yeah. And he was sticking his yeah, good you know, leg out and stuff, but he was being physical with it. But what that does is like teaches a lesson to the striker yeah. and just says, no, like you're not getting past me. And any time you do get the ball, I'm not going to give you a second. Yeah, when Zadioda was the first half, times, tried yeah. to get it off. Really emotive. Yeah, couldn't cope with him. So, yeah, no, uh, really pleased on the old mate. And... Yeah, I, I kind of agree with what you say. I didn't think any of this was done badly. It was kind of one of them things. You kind of would have wanted to make no subs, but obviously you've, you've got to in that sort of game. But I think, um, yeah, I think we'll use the squad a little bit and, and I think we've got a good squad. I think we've got a good... You know, you think that sub bed was strong. We've got a, a fair few injuries. So, yeah, we're, we're, in a, we're in a decent spot. And I think you've got to remember, people like Sinistera ain't doing nothing wrong. He'll get a chance this week, I think. He, he'll get some minutes. So, um, yeah, it could be... Listen, one long ago, we were saying, well, Christie can't be in our team. And now we cannot drop it. Same with Semenyo. Yeah. You know, this happens. Periods, and at the moment, Billings having that period. He will be vital this season. Yeah. Absolutely. This will happen. Players will come in and out of the team. I think Dom Solanke, maybe Zabani aside, I think people will come in and out of the team. I think that's... Even the goalkeepers we've had to do it with. You know what I mean? It will happen. And people concern, will be in that form. I suppose the concern is what would happen when Dom's injured and... Because he's so he's so good, but maybe maybe stick Semenyo up there, and well, maybe Sinister on the left hand side. Or whatever. Yeah, exactly. He's and we've got it the net, and so. we've got not too obviously a lot of games, but you know that January window is around the corner. You could see that we were trying to get Daka. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying the Daka, but I'm just saying that we were trying on deadline day. It just didn't happen. So that I still think personally, I think Keith and Walk out alone, and we'll get another striker in. But um, because I don't think you want to move Semenyo out. Equally, said about Sinistera, Semenya's got going to African combinations, as does Vitara, as does Hammer Traore. So Sinistera players like that are going to get more, more opportunities, mate. And we're forgetting about David Brooks, by the way, who's still a quality footballer. So loads of options. Um, and it'll be interesting to see what we do in the week because Lerma, I bet Lerma's going to be surprised when he starts in that middle of the pitch. He goes, what's Christie doing around me? <laughs> Christie's going to be nibbling at him. He ain't going to like that, mate. So um, yeah, it's be good fun. I think he wanted to stay. I think Jeff wanted to stay. Yeah, definitely. That's what I reckon. Would he get in the team? Would he get in the team now? Um, so we've we've spoke recently about uh, the amount of shots that we've had in recent games, you know, Boston going up, and it, and it felt like it was quite a lot. Again, this is yeah. the shots chalkboard that you can see on screen. According to who scored, we registered fifteen. Now, obviously, this varies because you know a few block shots. Yeah. I mean, I said on the vlog, but there was even a chance where the ball was played to Cliver at the back post, and he hit his shot into the ground. And he really should have done so much better with that. He was in a, it was in a, I would say on the XG, however that works, yeah, yeah. it would have been right up there in terms of mm. chance. Yeah. You know, probably better than like when Semenyo's shot was blocked by Martin. I know what you mean. It was a really good position. He just hit it to the ground. It didn't mm. even trouble the keeper. But we are producing. Oh, so the official match stats as well from AFC Bournemouth as well. This gives a few from there. So not target, good. five off target. Yeah, oh, it's absolutely brilliant, man. I've got a little, I'll give him a shout because it's a great little reply to one of my tweets. Um, Jim Meaden um, on X said, to put some context, over the past three games, we've had 57 shots at goal, 29 on target, and two of those games were against top six teams. Yeah, it's yeah. it's good. And listen, well, I think it goes against it, which is a good thing because of how good we were against Sheffield United. 
um, and considering they're obviously bottom of the league. Yeah. But it will be interesting against say a, a team like a Palace is will we have as many opportunities because Villa and Newcastle in particular are going to need more gaps. Um, so that will be interesting. But counterpoint is that we did it against Sheffield, who didn't. So, and I think. What How do we play against Palace then? If they yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. But I think we showed against Sheffield that we can actually do it with the ball as well, yeah. which is really good. And I think, you know, a lot of people saying, oh, yeah, but Newcastle were depleted. And, oh, yeah, it's only Sheffield United. What are you saying about Villa? Because Villa are fourth in the league, one of the most on-form teams, play, you know, doing well in Europe. They're the favourites to win the Conference League. Um, yeah, so, you know, you can't... And I'm not being funny, but Newcastle... Said about all them injuries since yeah. then, they've got a PSG and nearly one. Got a draw. <laughs> yeah. They've battered United twice. They've been Chelsea four one. Couldn't be us. Couldn't be us. And you know what? Usually mm. that match would be top of match of the day too. But we had I no mean, chance, did we? The goals. No, we oh. didn't. Look, I mean, yeah, there's no Premier League show this week. So there's a fast turnaround. But yeah. these were the results on the Saturday and the Sunday. Yeah. I mean, yeah, three all. And then a 4-3. And then even a 3-2. Did you watch it? Did you watch Match of the Day Yeah, no, I've only, I'm, I'm halfway through it. Okay. Well, it was, um, it was really unbelievable viewing. Like, the games were class. I mean, even Fulham, who I've been kind of saying, oh, could they get dragged in? They were brilliant at Liverpool. And it was just some, you know, Trent masterclass, mate. It was unbelievable picking up in the middle, middle of midfield. And then, obviously, the Chelsea-Brighton game had a bit of everything. The City game was a joke as well. But um, it was nice to... They didn't even really talk about Villa. They didn't go on us too much, but they went, we're going to focus on Bournemouth. They talked about us. Oh, yeah, they did, yeah. That's they right. said about how they've been patient now and is his, you know, the way he's playing kind of coming coming to the fore now. So that was that was really nice to see. And, yeah, it was just... You know, I just was buzzing to watch it again. I'm so happy we got a midweek game because I'm just loving it, mate. Well, Whatever happens, I'm just loving what I'm seeing at the moment. And just, yeah, I mean, we've, we're just conceding the 90th minute. And I'm, I'm happy, mate, because this is what we were promised. And it's starting to starting to come to the table now. And, um, yeah, let's, let's see what happens. But um, playing, playing some really good stuff. It's mate. clear to see that yeah. we are a different beast this season. What about the man of the match? Oh, who, who, who did you give? Right, so in the stadium, it was... Cabernet. Which, I mean... I got it. He didn't... Yeah, he did well, but... Oh, I got it. I, mean, I, I literally, I was thinking about it again. If they had given it to anyone, I'd have gone fair enough because everyone was good. Um, so I, I wasn't like against that, but I... So he got it in the stadium, obviously. We said Zabani got it online, which I also thought was a shout. Yeah. I've changed my mind three times. Right. So when I was in the stadium, I thought, oh, I'd give it to Semenya, actually, because I thought he called him any problems. Then after the game, I went, actually, I think Zabani deserves the credit. I thought it was brilliant. And now, I'm going to Ryan Christie. Yeah. Right, Christie for me. That little thing they did on the Bournemouth, it was like three minutes. Or so. It's just un- it's I unbelievable. That, yeah. I need to see that. So I'm just going to go Christie, but honestly, you can make a shout out for anyone. And then we're not even mentioning people who were good. So, you know, Senesi, you're not really getting anywhere. He was bloody good. Smith yeah. was bloody good. He's lanky, leading the line. Brilliant. Who'd you give on your telegram? I think I kind of said that it was, I got the Tavernier one, like yeah. I said, but I, I would have said, I would have said Christie just, yeah. Do you want telegram? Just every time I think yeah, if you don't know what Telegram is, it's for the monthlies, isn't it? Yeah. You know, the ones that really help out with, you know, just so we can do all this crap. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so we just do little, like, little bloopers. And then, um, yeah, and I was doing the uh, little player ratings kind of the day after, the morning after the game, just because reflect on a little bit. Should we um, should we put one of them up? 
Maybe. Candy, mate. Candy. Oh, what? Like, do a... Do a, you know, put one public so oh. they can see what... The, so that means you have to cut out all the swear words. Oh, yeah. Should we, do, we can maybe do it after Palace if you want to. All right, after Two Palace. games this week. We'll do it after Palace. Yeah, yeah. we'll do it after Palace and we'll, and we'll make it a public YouTube thing. Why did I choose one where I'm going to be shattered? Like, Wednesday yeah. night, next morning, we'll be like, oh... Or should, but... we do it, or should we do it after we win? <laughs> next win, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, next win. Right. So, we'll do it after Palace. Yeah, yeah. We'll do it after exactly. Palace, mate. We'll do it after... And I will, after Palace, I will give a learner a rating. All right, stats-wise, uh, mano matches and all that kind of stuff. According oh, to yeah. Score. Um, who do I think? Statis- statistically. I just can't remember him losing. It's got to be Christie. Semenya's going to be up there, but I think because of the way he plays, it's got to be Christie. It is. Ryan Christie. Oh, get in there. 8.7. Well, Herkes is up there as well. Yeah, there, yeah there, are some, there are some really good ratings there. 7.4, yeah, like you say. Look at Zaniolo. 5.9. Terrible he was. Yeah, um, yeah uh, they, they interest me. I think... Yeah, Coles are actually got 7.8. Yeah, which is which is strange, actually. That, I, I wonder, because like we always say about this, this is stat-based, the XG on Clive's chance yeah. and him making the tackle, that probably... Yeah, probably. Um, and they've got Watkins, by the way. Yeah, because he gets the, that goal at the end. So, yeah, it's very very stat-based, obviously. But, yeah, I mean, Christie was a joke. Haven't really mentioned Lewis Cook, who was good as well, by the way. I've, I just realised that memory talked about him because... And that's a compliment to him because he's just doing that every week yeah. now. Um, yeah, so just just loved it. Maybe made the the four subs, which is I feel for him because it looks like that's where it all went downhill. By so day. good, it's so good to actually be proved right. <laughs> no, not proved right, but just but yeah, I when, know what you're saying. you know, like when you can see that something is has got such potential yeah. and it's not working, it's it's almost like soul destroying. Like yeah. we know this guy's a good manager. Yeah. We know he can do bits and. Now we're seeing it. Thank God. I Thank remember. God. And, you know, also it's nice to then stick it in the faces of Wolves fans <laughs> that are going on, on social media about how amazing Gary Neal. And he, he's a great he's a great manager. But it's just nice from our perspective to actually be vindicated yeah. in our decision to, you know, Change. upgrade. And I and I do want to say upgrade in, in the nicest possible terms. I think that Gary probably has a has a possible ceiling. With Andoli, I think the ceiling's higher. I'm I'm happy to say change rather than upgrade to be honest with you no, I'm happy to say upgrade fair play and I, I do agree I'm just trying to um, <laughs> I, I, I think that actually in a weird way if you look at the two squads yeah. I think Gary O'Neill was more suited to Wolves than Andoni would be yeah. because I think Gary O'Neill Wolves has got Kilman Dorsey he's got good really good defensive structure they always Both have like that probably upgraded yeah in a weird way um, I, I just think like I said everyone kind of last season was going well why would you want to change manager because he he had to play that way to keep you up agreed I think that from Bournemouth's point of view, I can't speak for everyone, I think the players we had, so you're looking now, Semenyo, you're looking at Tavernier, you're looking at Slanky, blah, 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 Dylan. I felt the the best attributes of our squad were offensively. So why are we playing that way when we've got the tools to go at teams? So I felt we needed a manager that is a bit more of that style. Yeah. And and it's taken a bit of time, but I think that's that's been proved the case now. We are not good enough defensively to do maybe what Wolves doing, uh, rely on transitions and counter attacks a little bit more. Wolves have shown that they're suited to that because they've done it against Man City, for God's sake. Yeah, yeah. So it's working for them. I know they are a bit of a sticky patch, but it is working for them on the whole. And we're both very very close in the league. Yeah, we're literally kind of if we don't give them a goal in the last minute <laughs> level, really. So yeah, I, I I don't think I think both teams will be absolutely fine this season. By the way, there's um on Wednesday. I'm not sure if it's Wednesday or Tuesday now, but there'll be a piece from you oh, yeah. on the BBC yeah. web- website. What topic are you can go on this week? Do you reckon? Well, I think I mean, there are so many different talking points. Yeah, and in a constructive way, not in a negative way at all. I think we've got to talk about the. I think it's 13 points. I'll have to double check that that we've lost some winning positions. 
And I think there's everything's very yeah, everything's very positive at the moment, and rightly so. But it's just something I, I noticed. I thought because it was a late goal again, I suppose it comes to the forefront a little yeah. bit. I just think, oh, what what? Oh, I just want to delve into deeper about is that luck? Is that quality of opponents? Is it we're playing such high aggressive pressing football? Are we tiring? Are the subs sort to the level? Are we sitting a bit deeper at the end? Yeah, yeah. Little different bits of Bob just want to look at and just kind of go. But on a positive. If if we just sort out the last like last bits of games, we can start climbing, mate. We really, really can. Mm. Yeah, we're closing the gap though, but on the teams above us, which is the main thing. And hopefully, yeah. soon we will start rising up. Look, it's been a pleasure to have uh, your ears or eyes on us for the last whatever it was, fifty-five minutes. We truly appreciate it. And if you've appreciated it, then you can help us out by uh, liking the video subscribing and also if you want to contribute financially to us to help us buy new equipment and all our monthly fees that we pay for graphical services podcast hosting website hosting all that kind of stuff then hit the ko-fi afcpodcast.com forward slash coffee to find out what we do what we spend it on it's forward slash support and on our website by the way there's loads of stuff that you can look at tom's been great yeah it has mate it really has it's just been great i i thought that for oh they're going to do the second and I, I look forward to it because um just love love talking about that sort of football. It's football I love to watch. Everyone's everyone's a bit different, but I I, I just love seeing that. And if you're gonna do draw if it's gonna mean you draw two two with Aston Villa at home, then I'll take it every day of the week, mate. Tough week ahead. Palace away, United away. However they're doing, they're tough, tough games to win. Um so let's see where we're at after that. But really, really looking forward to it. I might even pop down a development game as well because I just want the football. Why not? Bring it in. Um, Rock and roll. Yeah. Anyway, other cherries. We'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. It's a cheeky one, square, and Spurs in! Keeper, more! More, more, more! A brilliantly worked set piece! Skullduggery, Hoodwinkery, Keeper more, 